This is Madhouse, a podcast on a mission to tell stories of how creators in Africa get things done. I'm your host, Gabriel Munda. Today's episode is produced by Box Studios in Kampala and is bound to leave you inspired. We're immensely grateful for your unwavering support as we continue our mission of bringing truly inspiring stories. It fills our hearts with gratitude to announce that Madhouse is now blessed with the invaluable support of Mayuyuka Kawunda, a gifted editor, writer of compelling copy and stories, an extraordinary music creator and playlister. Please share and leave a review on your favorite podcast application as this helps us get discovered and inspires a wider audience. If you want to do more, you can donate to us. Your donations help us tell more stories of limitless possibilities. For more details, please check the show notes. Let's dive in into another exciting episode of Madhouse. So welcome to this exciting episode of Madhouse. Join us as we delve into a fascinating conversation with Rachel Atkunda Mutabingo, an acclaimed mother, writer, and passionate storyteller about her inspiring writing journey, the highs and the lows, and her thrilling new literary adventures. Enjoy the episode. Hi Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I hope this thing is recording. If it's not, it's recording. I just, I think it's just like doing some new stuff. Let's just hope it's nice. Let's, let's hope. Fingers and toes crossed. Fingers crossed. Everton, don't sneak us. Hi. Come welcome. on, Ableton. Yeah. This We've mentioned Everton so much. Ad. This is not as, but it could be. Uh, no, I don't think Everton rocks like that. <laughs> yeah. And is this is a podcast on music education. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw in a, a lesson or two. A lesson or two about yeah. like music theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, yeah. Don't cool. check my sources. Yeah. Uh, you start Googling right now. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, mm, mm, mm. what is that music bar? It's <laughs> yeah, so Rachel, hi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is the first physical podcast in a while. Yeah? This is weird for me. Yeah, most of the podcasts have been on Zoom or like... You know, my memory fails me, but this could be the first podcast I've been on. Cool. Yeah. Nice. It should, it should just be the girl who sticks from their fasts. Right. The, the people going their fasts. <laughs> now I just need to drop this very quickly before you got the next podcast <laughs> and that guy releases it before me. Yeah. Then be I like, mean, <laughs> like I'm a hot cake right now. You better, you yeah, know. Yeah. Just be like, eh, girl, <laughs> slept on it like that. Easy, easy. Cool. Uh, so just tell us who you are. Okay. What you do. Um, I'm going to say all my names and there yeah. are many, but it just saves time. Yeah. Trust me. There <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, many. Rachel, mm-hmm. Atukunda, yeah. Sweet, yeah. Geraldine, yeah. Mutabingwa, mm-hmm. Zaramba. Mm-hmm. Did I say Sweet? Yeah. I keep forgetting that one. Uh, yeah, those are the main ones. But I Rachel. mostly go by Mommy. Mommy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my five-year-old and my four-year-old uh, who are like my of course everything call me about 50 times an an hour mommy this my dad for everything so at times i just forget all the names i listed so yeah. it's it's <laughs> just <laughs> easier mommy sweet no, mommy. no no actually it's mommy rachel and that helps when like coco the five-year-old gets lost in public because she yeah. just shouts mommy rachel <laughs> and then everyone is like who is that but yeah that's cool. That's cool. Um, those are my names. Yeah. I have two girls, yeah. two daughters. As yeah. uh, uh, Coco, mm. she's five, and Gigi, she's four. Yeah. I live with them, and my 
two nieces. Okay. Okay. Zoe and Heather. Ah, so nice. they're like I have four daughters yeah, in a nice. sense. Yeah. Uh Zoe is 21 this week. Okay. Shout out for your birth week. She's been like stressing us at home. Everything <laughs> is don't make me do this. It's my birth week. And then Heather who turned 15 recently. Okay. And I am married to Martin Mutabengwa. The only guy in the house. So we're six people, five women and one guy. Yeah. He's experiencing three generations of women <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. And so it's it's quite an experience for him. Yeah. I I describe myself these days as mother first, yeah. writer second, because yeah. those are the two identities that I have decided to resonate with in this incarnation. <laughs> in this incarnation. Yes. <laughs> You're the incarnation people. Yeah, I'm so those people. It's taken me a while to get here, but yeah. like I just embraced it after yeah. some time because okay. it's a language I understand best. Okay. So I um mother first yeah. i have described that yeah and write a second yeah throw a lover somewhere in between there yeah um that's what no no and that's what no no um but writing i i think that writing is the only way that i can tell a story yeah. and i love to tell stories i'm yeah. constantly forming narratives yeah out of everything like mm. this When as a kid I'd say this t-shirt is dirty because like someone did this with it and now the t-shirt is sad and now yeah. I have to clean it <laughs> like everything had a story to That's it. That's an interesting way to start doing your laundry. Just be like yeah, guys there's like, so much laundry. Yeah, like the clothes were screaming out to me <laughs> like clean us we yeah. have been used. But yeah everything has a story or yeah. had a story and writing became the first language that I could use to narrate those stories. Yeah. I eventually want to do films I eventually want to do animations I eventually yeah. like those are, I, I like visual art yeah. so so very much but that's I'm not right. an artist. Ah, okay. just like but not I, put words in paper. Yes. In like yes. yeah like few things using words. Yeah. So I want to use those words to create the pictures and then yeah. see the pictures because yeah. my mind I I can't see the thing in my head so yeah. that's why I'm writing it out. Yeah. Um I as of 2018 yeah. I'm a novelist. Yeah. I have two novels out. I wrote them back to back 2018 yeah. and 2019 because okay. the muse attacked and she attacked big and she did not care about anything or anyone. Just like back to back you just like like at home just like Yeah, like I would take the kids to daycare. Yeah. And then I would go back I go to a cafe yeah. and write till picking them up. Wow. And then pick them up and that's how I wrote the two books. Nice. Um it was It was me doing a lot of the things by myself yeah. with Martin being the biggest cheerleader you could ever imagine. Yeah. And either pushing me or encouraging me or just yeah. like being some cold hard bastard to make <laughs> me like tough love my way out of the situation. Yeah. But shout out to him. Yeah, that's nice. And uh when I'm not trying to write a book which is what I'm trying to do now, trying yeah. to write the third one. Yeah. I am coming up with quotes and poetry okay. depending on how hard I've cried the day before yeah. or something like yeah. that yeah. and then I try to embellish it with some artistic thing and I put it on Instagram. Ah nice nice so nice. That's what I do. Oh and I I edit as well. Uh my my job when I'm not doing those other things yeah. is editing other people's work. Okay. And reviewing. Oh so it's a good old fashioned editor. It yeah. is my novel. Yes. Okay. Pay me, please, <laughs> fast before you do this. True. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious. Yeah. Ruba has it. So I decided not to read any of your novels. Yeah. Just, I was just like, let me get fun feedback. Yeah, yeah. About the novels. Okay. 
So rumor has it it's went into a world building scenario. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people said, "Hey man, it's like it's a version of like African Narnia." I was like, "What?" Look, like, that's eh. so interesting. It's like African Narnia. Okay. I'm not I'm not going to read it, but maybe after the podcast I just like go find the books. <laughs> books. Sorry, but this time I'm also trying something different. Usually on a podcast, yeah. I will stalk like the guests. I will stalk the guests. Yeah, we're calling it research, but it's talking. Yeah, it is yeah. talking the guest. Uh, but this time I said, you know what, Gab? Let's try to like discover the person in, in real time. In real time. Yeah, how nerve-wracking. Yeah, like let's see how where this goes. Like, yeah, I know the guest be like, he invited me and did not do homework. Yeah, so why nah. am I here? Like, ha, is there just saying, it, it actually, not it, read my books. It's nice because then you have no, you know, preconceived ideas except this apparently. Yeah, just from their world fans. Building, uh, yeah, yeah, well, world building. Yeah, well, yeah, like, look at me like, hey, Gab, like, Man, I've read the script, like, I've read this book, not script, sorry. It's such a <laughs> okay. She's so hung out, filmmakers. I yes. I how to write scripts, so please. Uh, so, like, if they're like, hey, there's this world building thing. Yeah. Like, ah, let's, let's see what, let's, let's, I, like, I was going to get the books, but I was like, I know Martin. I'm like, why are we hustling? Let's first, let's cheat. Maybe I should even just get the synopsis here right now and just like skip reading the book. I am so obsessed with my own work that I'm happy to talk about it to someone who doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, then I, I guess get like to... we could do the summary. Even for people who don't, this is like the hype for the cop. For this the, for is novel. actually, I, I carry the first copy around with me. You carry the first, the first, book? The first book. Yes, not copy. The first book around yeah, with me. Yeah, has, just has a vibe. Finishing a book is so well done. Yeah, uh, Advent City Printery. Ah, that's nice. It's near, I think. No, let me not say that place. Monitor. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um. So the first book is called Adavera. Yeah. The title is that the name Adavera is an unofficial name of mine. Like all the names I listed, yeah. it's not one of them. It's the secret it's, one for secret society members. <laughs> right. My secret society being <laughs> my lovers, sisters. Eh? <laughs> My sisters. <laughs> when I was, I was born ten, almost ten years after the one before me. Okay. So I was babied a lot, mm-hmm. and they came up with all sorts of names for me, and mm-hmm. Adavera was one of them. Okay. And I always thought it was interesting because the sister who came up with it, she doesn't even know where it came from. Oh really? She was about nine and a half years just old, and up she cool just. Name. Yeah, and I was like, maybe you are seeing into the future, and you saw the book, and you know something, you know, <laughs> tie everything back. Oh, she's like, just Adavera's. <laughs> they're actually people with this name like that really? was a weird thing for the people me people with those names properly like you said you said she's nine i was like maybe those yeah. guys were playing with a no, or something like, and then you're like hey and if it was then she doesn't remember yeah. but like when you go online there's a food company in canada or something somewhere that has that name that's the name the um there are people from like i think some of those spanish lands with this name so that's cool it's that's... a name but um so i decided with adavera because okay. Should I? No, no, continue. Sorry. <laughs> so I Let's decided sure. to go with Adavera yeah. because in 2018, I had just uh, closed a business that okay. I'd been running with my sister. Okay. We had run a daycare for five years. Mm-hmm. I have a legal background. I studied law. I went to LDC. Ah, okay. um, so technically, I... Yeah, yeah technically, that, that's what goes on my passport anyway. Yeah. It saves yeah. time. But um, when it came to practicing, I just couldn't stomach it. I had no passion, no love for it. It mm. didn't make sense to pursue something yeah. that required that much effort that I did not want to mm. do. Mm. So the next best thing for me was um, running a daycare with my sister because mm-hmm. I loved my sister. Yeah. 
I could tell they were children. Yeah. So, and at that time, I was so far from imagining myself being a mother. So yeah. it was just like, yeah, let me do this with you. Yeah. So we did it for five years and it was so rewarding in the sense of just like every day your workmates are innocence itself, you know? <laughs> like hey, your workmates. Like those are the people you're interacting with. It was yeah. just me, her, and like three people we hired yeah. and in our home with just yeah. children. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But in 2018, we decided to close it. And it was either I do this thing I studied yeah. or I do this thing I actually want to do. Mm-hmm. And when I sat down, I had this story that I had been writing in the back of geography class books, history books, yeah. uh, math books, yeah. all the way from P7, because yes. that's when the first scenes I, came into okay. my mind in mm-hmm. P7. Mm-hmm. And I'd write a scene out, mm-hmm. or I would just write a name and just keep playing around with a name. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character in the book called Kurusema yeah. that comes from Serunkuma, who was yeah. my P7 neighbor. <laughs> so like the things like that, where yeah. I just like sit let's, down let's and- Serunkuma. Okay. <laughs> we should just do a podcast like oh a whole documentary of like Adavera, the names that ins- the names that you inspired in the school for Seren Kuma is a married oh, man all right. wow. I can imagine yeah. and and when I sat down in 2018 in the cafe I decided I'm going to write down all these scenes yeah. I don't know if they're making a story but I'm just going to write the scenes yeah. so I sort of wrote as I, I, I plotted as I wrote. Yeah. Okay. And when I was done, I looked at it and it was based on this fictional island yeah. where I'd thrown these fictional characters yeah. who are all different versions of me. Yeah. And I decided, why not call it after myself with this name that's an unofficial name? Uh, okay. This island doesn't exist. These yeah. people technically don't exist. Adavera doesn't exist in nice. that sense. Yeah. yeah so that's what the first book is. It's a fictional story. Uh, based on an island called Adavera. Yeah. And I can just read the synopsis. synopsis. <clears throat> <laughs> I put, I'll put music down here just yeah, like yeah, what? Yeah, dope, dope, dope. Drum, uh, drum rolls, what? <laughs> um, Preston Pakelo's life seems to begin only when the death of a stranger brings three sisters to his home, yeah. the island of Adavera. His life becomes intricately intertwined with theirs, and the journey each one takes leaves a trail for the other to follow. Yeah. All the while, the island keeps a careful watch. Nice. So it's basically this boy growing up with his girls, yeah. and it's a coming-of-age story, so there's a lot of millennial energy in it. Okay. Um, I didn't know this at the time. I was yeah. just, I'm now diagnosing it, but like at the time, and analyzing, sorry, but at the time, I just like, I was just writing how I felt. But I can now see a lot of the voice of someone who has grown up watching certain shows and grown up in a certain environment. And so he is growing up with his girls Mm -hmm. and the story is told from multiple character perspectives, Mm -hmm. him as well as the girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's some supernatural elements if you read long enough. Ah, okay. Okay. Happy to to do vibes. Sound like that. Lost vibes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Lost when you said it, lost came to my brain. Yeah. This feels like, this, oh, I this feels lost. like I'm lost. Yes. Uh, I I is, there lost. Audio, is there an audio version of this book? I'm going to work on it. It's one of my like life dreams. And work goals. on the audio book. Yeah. Sandman vibes. Yes. Mm, I love that man. Yeah. And uh, so that in 2019, I sat down and I was like, oh, I feel like writing again. Yeah. So, And then I wrote the, uh, the second book is called Kunda. Okay. I didn't carry it with me, so I yeah. can't read the synopsis. Yeah. But it's basically a prequel to Adavera. Ah, so okay. it visits those characters, ancestors, ah, okay. to sort of give the background, ah, but so. also give the setup for the third book. Ah, nice. 
Are you doing a Star Wars thing here? Yeah. Episode two. I hated that five. stuff. <laughs> I'd be like, why? Why are you doing this stuff? <laughs> but now you're also yeah. doing it to us. Huh? Yeah. yeah. You started with yeah. episode three. Before. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we start start at the end. Yes. Started at the end. Now yeah. we're going back to the. Then so the next one is the few, the beginning. And yes. Then it's like. Yeah. Then the last book is the. Middle. Well, the third one is technically the second one. You know. <laughs> it's like the the sequel to the first one. What? You'll you'll get it when you get it. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna buy the books. Just keep just read. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just I'm not sure which price is my thing, but we'll try. Oh, it's in on Kindle too. It's on Kindle too. Yeah, yeah better. Ah, uh, way better. <laughs> I don't like. I guess since I discovered Kindle, yeah, physical books don't make sense. I love physical books. I'm obsessed. Physical, like for me, for me, for me, it's from a price thing. Oh, I'm just like, how much is the book physically? If I could then, have all the books, I want. Then you got like your restock, and then they're like, "Hey, this book is like two hundred thousand. You're you like, have to live wait. in like used bookshops, then. Yeah, maybe, but then I'm just like, how much is it on Kindle? Three dollars. <laughs> you guys are very fine. <laughs> <laughs> the same book with yeah, three dollars. Let's give for two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's that, crazy. That's why Kindles. Like you said, it's on Kindle. I just don't it's, like. Yeah, it's there. Check it out. Uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Right so I'm very curious about me. like process. Since you're in the Madhouse <laughs> podcast and this is about creative people, yeah. I'm just curious about like, I mean, you didn't like go to like, hey, I went to some writing fancy school to yeah. learn how to write stories and stuff. Yeah. So I'm curious about like one. I think let's start with like how you sort of like worked on like the craft of getting to like become a really good writer. Mm. Or like at least in a spot where I don't I mean like that's very subjective about good writer, yeah, but like it's very... just saying. How you felt like where you got very comfortable with like your ability to write a story mm. and like what things you were sort of doing. I mean, I guess it, yeah, like, but the things you were doing to like sort of get there. I'm just curious about like that sort yeah. of like meth- methodology or methods or tricks. Um, I'd say that at the time I was doing, you? yeah, let's throw that one into. Yeah. I'd say at the time I didn't know that there were the methods I was yeah. using. Yeah. I thought I was just copying. Yeah. Cause you do, you have the creative outlet. Yeah happen at a time when you need it emotionally or psychologically yeah. so i i think that the methodology or the the process of like getting comfortable with my creativity yeah. was in those private moments where mm. i was doing it for myself ah, okay not when i was thinking of anyone else ah, okay uh, when I was, it was like a, a performance. Oh, I hope you like it. Yeah. Then you're sick to your stomach when anything is wrong. Yeah. But then when you're writing a poem for yourself, when you're by yourself in yeah. your room and you're crying, you're not mm. thinking about anyone else. Yeah, and I think that those were the moments where I learned how to get comfortable uh, tapping into my creativity. Mm-hmm. But then um, in regard to expressing it, yeah. that one is something I'm still working on. Ah, okay. And being comfortable with what I'm expressing I'm still working on that. Ah, okay. It feels like a thing I have to do. Mm. Like I have no choice in the matter. Yes, <laughs> it's like, a thing I must do. So figure it out or s- yes, die. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's interesting. You mentioned imitate. So are you saying like when you started, you're just like coping styles of writing or like just I, saying, I, I love this novelist. Oh, I love writing novels, reading novels like this. Let me just try to like... <laughs> No, I I don't remember when I said imitate, but I I don't know how to imitate intentionally. I think that uh, when I listen or listen, these days I do a lot of audio books because I want to write lyrically. So I want to hear that that lilt and to get comfortable with that kind of narrative. Um, When I hear certain writing, 
I can't help but like start to try and write like that because yeah. it's a certain beautiful way that they they have with words. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like an imitation when I'm doing it in that moment. Ah, okay. Okay. It just feels like, oh, maybe there's a lesson I learned from that person. Yeah. And now I'm trying to apply that lesson. Ah, okay. Or okay. it's an accidental imitation because uh-huh. I've over over like, like consumed like on someone's them. stuff. Yes. Ah, that's nice. That's nice. How 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 much of other people's stuff are you consuming, like on a regular? Or even before you started writing, how much were you like? What is like your so your, your your body count? That <laughs> sounds weird, but yeah. I, I, but in a sense, in terms of books, like well, I wouldn't like use books so much. Yeah. Um, it's mostly TV. Ah, nice. I watch a lot of TV, or at least before I did any writing. Yeah, if I had to like scale it it would be a uh, 70% tv 30% reading uh but then in terms of reading how much are you doing in terms of like reading like books do you think you're like doing like in a month not many that's the point like um i would pick up a book yeah. like my method even now is yeah. i pick up a book and if i'm not swept in it's going to be hard for me to finish it uh, i okay. i will have to i'll keep returning for the sake of People have said you're good, yeah. so I'm going to figure that out. Yeah. Or returning because I know this person is good, so I must learn from them. Yeah. Mm. But there's a way in which writing feels like um, reading. Um, reading for the purpose. No, how do I phrase it? Reading while knowing yeah. that I'm going to have to write yeah. changes how reading is for me. It uh, becomes like a bit of a job. Ah, uh, okay. That's my my relationship with literature is like that. Ah, uh, okay. I love to write. But then the kind of reading that compels me is few and far between. It's not uh, that much. So you're saying like you only read if you're like really into it. Yes. And like you like. I want this has, story. I want to. It's a story. It's, story. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I want to enjoy the story. Yeah, if it's, it's not, not just there, con- uh, it's not like just reading five twenty books a month. That's I, interesting. I, I, I used to I used to argue with like filmmakers about like you know like young filmmakers and they tell you have to watch some weird stuff from like the sixties and seventies yeah. and I'm yeah. like. I don't like films from seventeen. They're like, no, but if you like not watching film, yeah. you go to study like it the, feels like yeah, it's work. But then I'm like, it just feels like now it's work. And then when you guys talk, it just feels like you're now just trying to be posh in front of all of us for no good reason. Like, hey man, have you seen this Kubrick film? Like, what? Oh yeah, but like, you're supposed to be cool like that, right? Yeah, That's what the, like, wha- everyone I, says. Yeah, but then it's like. The credibility comes from like that body count, like you've said. Like that's why people even ask the question because they want you to have a high body count so that like, they feel like, wow, this person knows has stuff. amassed so much yeah. credibility but like, from all. But of I just this. like that your process is more like, hey man, it's just about like studying what I can study with, and I have to be really be in it, into it, yeah, and like just learn as much as I can I from can. the thing I'm in into, yeah. and then move on to the next thing or yeah. apply to whatever I am making as compared to like, yeah. now I have to study 17 other authors, maybe no, some yeah. sort of acclaimed authors then. Yeah, just I think people like, have those processes. I don't have that one. Yeah. I'm grateful also. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I like it because like I've seen so many young creators who I talk to and they can see they're pressured. Yeah. into having some sort of like systematic process. Yeah. But maybe if they hear how you work out, maybe they'll be a bit more <laughs> at peace. <with> it. <laughs> because I sometimes see some people and I'm like, man, you don't have to do, like, you don't have to like, like I I know we all know Ti Peter. I yeah. know he does the dailies. Yeah, I'm like guys, the daily thing is for certain kind of creators. Like you're not <laughs> going to make a thing every day. Like some people can. I know. But like you don't want to be like I also have to. I have to write. Yes, poem every it kind day. of it's kills like, it. 
Like, Especially no, if you're trying to like make it come from a pure place that's representing who you are. Yeah, yeah, it can come. I I also have a fear of like getting too um saturated with a certain kind of voice. Uh, so okay. I try to read like two or three things at the same time. Okay. Because I get fixated on like one particular voice, uh, and then yeah, that becomes a voice I become, become inadvertently start imitating, and uh, I want to like mix or you it up. Become a version of that thing. Exactly. It's like, hey, this feels like <gasps> no. this thing. It's yeah, like, it's not. Uh, that's that's uh, uh, so so yeah. Going forward, so we're talking about process. Yes. Yes, process. So now I'm I'm understanding how you're like sort of being inspired to like do stuff. What what stuff are you watching, by the way? I watch a lot of TikToks. This is TikTok. It's not only, but it's a yeah, lot in terms of, of like, TikToks. You said because seven percent watching, and then thirty percent. Well, at the time general. of writing the books, TikToks was TikTok yeah, wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah. But my watching was um anything and everything. Like I, I'd, I'd say apart was from was it more TV shows or more movies? It was a balance. Okay. Like I, I watched them in almost the same amount at oh, the yeah. time i was having a lot of kid time like yeah. i was always with the babies ah, okay. so i ended up watching a lot of things i did more watching than actually reading ah cool i Is read that... probably in that space yeah. of like the, the years before writing the books yeah. i'd say i read like 10 books ah, okay. like not much yeah and just i I'd barely remember the books anyway <laughs> but i also read things that were things i'd want to write yeah um the other day i was talking to a potential client yeah. and they were saying that they wanted to write uh, a book yeah. about god yeah. and their relationship with god yeah. actually not the relationship with god sorry it was like a devotional yeah. and encouraging people yeah. and guiding them yeah. and so i was like oh that sounds great uh what kind of books do you read yeah and they smiled and they said romance yeah then i asked so this book you're going to write yeah is it a, a genre that you would read yeah and she said no. Yeah. I was like, so why are you doing that? It's like, cause it's you know, like you're writing, and like, so write what you're drawn to, yeah. the th- the place that gives you pleasure, the place that excites you, the material that you're f- you're saturating yourself with, yeah. like that's the stuff that you actually want to do. Yeah. I mean, that's super interesting because that also brings up these conversations of like, you want to do a thing, but then maybe from like a very like society or like, or where even the people you hang out with may be like. Like yeah. I mean, like I mean, like mention that person. Maybe like yeah, yeah. I'm not with all my church friends. Yeah, and then I'm yeah, I'm with my romance novel yeah, that I've written. Yeah, like I like my romance novel. <laughs> I know. But now the romance novel means that you're going to break some rules that may not be very acceptable within. And I think that that's the great thing about like art because you can still find a way to make it sound like you. And yeah. if you are not the kind of person to break rules, why would your characters break rules? True. But your story would still be something that's more aligned with who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so your writing process, I'm just curious, what yeah. are you writing? Is this typing? Are you writing? I do um, mostly typing on my phone and on the computer. On your phone? Yes. You have one. <laughs> on my phone a lot. I go to places. Um, yeah, for Kun, for Adavera, I wrote it, everything on the computer. Yeah. Cafes, that's very a tic- focused. That's, that's a TikTok promo for the podcast. <laughs> just film you typing on your and phone. And then I just, go, like now, it's, that's what I did for Kunda. Like half of it was on the computer. Yeah. The other half was just on my phone. I would like go to a bar or a, a restaurant, a cafe, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just keep typing on my phone. Wow. Google Docs are there on your phone for a reason. Just continue the thing. What? No, I'm so just, just I'd end just up finishing the, a full chapter the, that way, then editing it on the computer. It's just the, the phone is not really built. You know if you're going mean, to like, type that long text to that person who you should not be typing that long <laughs> text to, you can type a few lines of dialogue. Very true. Very true. But I'm just saying, it's just, just, I don't know how you're doing it. Oh. It just feels... 
it became normal. Yeah, I guess as I said, like this seems like that's the promo thing. Yeah. I was going to have you say, Rachel, a hundred words. Oh go. God, yeah, I would see. probably have nothing. My brain would go blank in that we'll moment. We'll just we'll give you like pointers. We'll just be like, oh yeah, boy jumps. <laughs> we'll just give you like a, 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 a opening statement. I know. Then I read all then, narrative. Then we'll just say, Go for it, the sun was rising over like yeah no, it's me Rachel. it's not going to be the sun was rising it's gonna be it's gonna go south very quickly it's gonna be something like uh, the process is is really dependent on the story i think i wrote that there. line last week then leave you to go to continue <laughs> as we film you yeah i'd go hard like yeah phone. for sure like, let's see that's how, a good one how 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 what how how because i'm still shocked that steps to the phone like in my head i'm just like slap the phone. yeah just back and forth it wasn't like only one or the other it was uh, okay. just back but, like, and I mean, forth like i mean like really finished finished editing was like on the laptop mostly. yes yeah, yes because i like no let me like, tell you quick ideas, like, quick ideas and that's that, that's why i guess i could say i messed up with mm. Adavera doing everything by myself yeah. had um, me in that space where even with the like final draft yeah. I'm like there's something I could do yeah. so I run back there and yeah. as I'm scrolling I've added a letter here or I've made a mistake there mm. and the final print is loaded with errors and yeah. I just wanted to die but then you know it's a big book and yeah. I yeah. forgive myself and show compassion to that version yeah. but yeah it has its downsides and you need to have like triple and quadruple checks Yeah. You said something about doing things yourself. I think I like that idea because it's like it's something like I remember a young actress wanted them to me and asking about like filmmaking. Yeah. And then I told her, "If I write a script." Yeah. She's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, you write a script, a story, yeah. and then make and then I shoot it, edit it, and put it out. Yeah. Like you do it all yourself." And I'm just curious about like what that process was like for you because like I feel like a lot of people when they say i want to do let's say i want to start a podcast yeah then they start looking for an audio engineer yeah you know what i mean yeah. and then i'm like uh and then, the yeah then it becomes like a whole thing when now where you're almost like you're hiring people yeah to, and, and yet, then there are those things that you can do for yourself yeah and then even like sometimes it. situation is like you don't know what's going on and now you're hiring 10 five people to yeah. do a thing for you but so i'm curious about yeah. like, what that taught you as doing things for yourself for the other way Um the first book yeah. the things that I did for myself um were of course writing it yeah. doing the layout and um editing it okay. I had uh my partner now yeah. my editing partner now at the time was just starting out and ah, she okay. helped me edit the first draft ah, okay. and before I knew what editing was yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yeah like I did a lot of research for everything that I did yeah. and I tried to do the best that I could do yeah but there are some things that require a specific skill set yeah. and require someone who is dedicated to doing this thing for you mm-hmm. and does not have the blind spots that you have as the one who has created it Very yeah so um i learned that i can write the story yeah. i can panel beat it into the exact narrative i want it to be mm-hmm. but i need to have other eyes on it as well mm-hmm. it's so important like mm-hmm. for for anyone who's going to write anything that they're putting out into the world yeah. especially if you're putting it out on a scale like this it's supposed to represent you forever yeah you need to have other eyes on it as well just to make sure yeah cross your t's dot your eyes mm-hmm. like be comfortable with what you've put out yeah. 
it's it since it's not just for you yeah. you need to have other eyes on it yeah. if it was just for you it could be as messed up and full of errors as you want or as as below quality as you want it to mm-hmm. be because it's just for you yeah. but you're putting it out into a world that's going to look at it as something that is a finished product yeah. Yeah. so i would advise i would always advise another pair of eyes for all the writers you need for another all, pair yes if yeah. you're going to make it public yeah and you want to sell it the whole clan your whole like clan there's can your blog book. it can be weird yeah. you want to sell it you're asking for give you their money yeah. you need another set of eyes on this thing mm-hmm. it just needs to have value to the other person so yeah as you say like a finished product yeah it's like a valuable product you know get money then it's like it's that, that, i'm just i'm just i'm very well i'm just saying like i'm i'm like the things you are telling me about uh so it's just came forward. It's My okay. brain has gone like in 600 places. <laughs> I get now, it. You are there that you've lost it. <laughs> uh, uh, we're talking about like uh, having someone like to, yes, actually, upon the thoughts now. Okay, yes. Finding the person, like the person you said, like your, your person helped you like look at Adobera yeah. and like check about it. Yeah. I'm just curious, what is your process of like finding the person? Um, it depends on so many things. Yeah. Like at the time, it depended on budget. Yeah. Uh, and also just know who. Yeah. Uh, finding someone who is going to be kind to you is important. Okay. Kind to you ruthlessly. Or kind to you. No, just kind. kind. Basic yeah. kindness yeah. is like very important. Because yeah. even kindness translates to how they deal with you just relationally. Yeah. This mm. is your baby, your yeah. art piece. Yeah. If you meet someone who's going to treat it like any other transaction yeah. and show no kindness to you, they're going to be, whether it's harsh or cruel or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. that, that's not feeding your craft. Yeah. They can be helpful. They can be instructive, but they should always be kind. Yeah. Um, I'd always it's a t-shirt there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my daughter's t-shirt says "kind is the new cool," and I'm just like every day thinking that's the stuff right there. Yeah. But anyway, yes, that's really important. But someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, I I when I say that, yep. I think of like also the category of someone who's going to encourage you. Uh, okay. As I was writing, I had the help of my sisters. They were mm. like my beta readers. Uh, okay. I would send, they had access to my Google documents. Ah. So every time I wrote a chapter, I'd say, guys, check it out. And then they read it. One is in the States, the other in Kamocha, the other in like, (laughs) you know. And then they're just like, oh yeah, by the way, like you corrected some things here. Oh, I have a question. Why is that character saying this? And it's like not a professional opinion, but it's a reader's opinion. And who are you writing for? The readers. So always having those beta readers who are your support system, it's, it goes a long way. Yeah. Right now as I'm writing, those people are like Martin, yeah. um, a few friends, yeah. my niece, the 21-year-old, yeah. like yeah. she'll give me proper feedback and yeah. be like, oh my God, you killed this person already. What are you thinking, you yeah. know? And that's one category of people that you need. Yeah. Another category of people is the professionals yeah. because they know what they're looking for. They yeah. know what, they know all the things or they have an idea of the things mm. that you are not sure about. Ah, okay. I didn't get the professionals for the first book okay. and the second book. Ah, okay. I only got like feedback after writing them. Ah, okay. But in the process, I didn't have like someone who was really into, <laughs> into creative writing yeah. to like, guide me. Yeah. At some point, I dealt with um actually as Dilman Dilla. He's a writer, fictional yeah. writer. Yeah. 
I asked uh, him to review Kunda. Yeah. And he's I asked a lot of people to review Kunda, yeah. but he's the only one who like gave me immediate feedback. Oh, okay. uh, him and Jason Intaro. Okay. Uh who's a poet. Dillman sent me like a not even detailed, it was just a very general statement. Right. Like I've read through the book, this is very good. You could work on ABCD. Yeah. I was like, what? This is gold. Yeah. Because he's been doing this so much longer. Like yeah. he hasn't been writing novels like me, yes, yeah. but he's into the genre, which is not a very regular genre here, yeah. supernatural, sci-fi yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's giving me literary literary feedback for my literary career. This yeah. is important to me. This yeah. is important to anyone yeah. who's writing if you can get a professional or someone who has been doing this for a bit longer oh, okay. they don't even have to be a professional in quotes yeah they can just be a creative who's really into this yeah. stuff uh, yeah. to look at your work almost like an say, opinion that you almost respect in a sense and yes like, okay. and you're going to have to listen yeah. to yeah. because they're not out to do anything they're not out to get anything from you yeah because dillman's inc- his his advice it made me go back and actually sweep through the draft again uh-huh. and see all the places in which he said that I had said I'd done the thing that uh-huh. he was telling me to work on. Mm-hmm. And I realized that's how I learned my voice. Because uh-huh. sure. he said, like, I see how this is your voice, but you're yeah. kind of overdoing it. Yeah. And I realized, oh my God, I'm doing like it on every page. Yeah. So I went back and I combed through. Yeah. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. So those voices that have an idea about your work yeah. or that kind of work, yeah. and then those voices that are just going to pat you on the back. Yeah. So kind. Kind voices. Yes. Guiding voices. Guiding voices. Honest voices. Yes. And those that are not out for anything. When anyone asks for like some sort of something in return, like it really depends on your arrangement. But if you're looking for a review or guidance, you shouldn't be having to beg for it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, give us, give us, give us what the third book. You can drop the gems here so that I can just. Release this spot. This just this snippet. Yeah. Like, guys, I know what the book is about. I would love that, by the way. Yeah, that's not what the book is about. Come here and read. <laughs> and we did. Maybe I should just start a writing podcast. Yeah. It's just be like, hey, we're just going to host writers. So many writers. Just be right? like, For tell everything. us about your book, the one that you haven't yet released. <laughs> we know we would be so excited. And to then do we that. just be like, and to give them gas to write. Yeah, pressure. Yeah, write. pressure and gas. It's been like, guys, I released your thing. podcast. I released the podcast. I told people books coming out. Oh, what, what did you say? Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, up to not sleep. Like a pressure can be. How is nice. they not sleeping when you write, by the way? I enjoy it. They're not sleeping. Yeah, because like, like what is the, how crazy? How crazy have you not slept um, writing the two books? Like crazy hours. They have been. They have been. Um. Like I'll sit down maybe at 8 p.m. Yeah. And I'll say, perhaps I've been writing, I haven't, I don't know, but yeah. let's say it's 8 p.m. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just going to work on this chapter. Yeah. And then I start working on it and then like the muse hits yeah. and I'm in the floor and I'm just like, let me just continue. Let me just continue. And then there are times I see people going to bed and they're like, you're still here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just finishing this one, yeah. especially towards the end because yeah. the energies for the story are just on 100%. Yeah. It's not like the ones of the beginning where you're dragging your feet to do the work. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. end, you're the one being chased by the story. You're yeah. so excited. Yeah. So the sun comes up and I'm still here doing this thing and I'm happy and I'm pumped with energy because I'm enjoying it. Then sleep knocks you like at yeah. 10 in the morning. Yeah, like, that's what uh, coffee is for. Like, and regret. Uh, you haven't slept. Let's <laughs> go back to sleep. Just playing games with us. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's interesting. Like, so you've done like full on like yeah. we'll see the sunrise yes. vibes. 
like I tried to jump into bed before the sun comes up. Yeah. Like around 5 a.m., the guilt or the the regret seeps in. Yeah. And I'm like, let me at least have my eyes shut for those first morning rays. Yeah. But yeah, I've gone into trans night territory. You're not the writer who says like, I want to book a thing out in the forest. No, because I don't know if I'll write. I might just go there and like get high and sleep. <laughs> I, I I'm just can't. be like, guys, yeah, let's go, man. I can't do that. Vibes, yeah, no. just for like chilling. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the writer will disappear in my brain. I'll look for her and she won't be there. Mm, that's interesting. No, I just thought because I've seen some writers who sort of like... Yeah. Sometimes sort of when you're in the zone, that's what you want. And or like other they times, really tried being with as least, least destruction. Yeah. Uh, and probably just like, man, I'm going to feel it, it right hits, now. Yeah. It's hit it right when now. I'm in a bar. It's hit in the middle of the night. It's hit when I'm, the kids are like around me screaming, watching cartoons. And I'm just there on my phone. Like, and then he kissed her. No, but what, like, it's a fall. <laughs> like, I'm on my phone, fingers, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's so cool. What's it like challenges writing? I'm very curious. Oh, when the muse doesn't hit. <laughs> that's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. But Writer's like, what are the blog. things that, that, like, writing the two books that you really, like, why it's almost like, it's that like for me personally Mm. um the story being written is the purpose of the whole journey the story is inside me and i want it to be on these pages and i want other people to see it and to have their interpretation of it so that the the problem becomes when i can't get the story out of here onto the pages that's my biggest issue is it usually when you're also feeding the story somewhere but like you don't know how to like no it's just a thing of writing like i had the whole of adavera in my head for over 10 years yeah i came up with it when i was like 13 it started growing by the time i was 25 that full story was in my brain but i wrote it when i was 28 so like for three years i was just sitting there thinking i don't think it's possible i don't think i can write it and then kundai just just immediately with this third one it's been like having the story in my head for the past two and a half years and being unable to actually write it so that's been the hard part like that block where Mm. it's like there's something that needs to be done that you don't know you're supposed to do creatively Mm. to just get the ball rolling any cool ideas that your phone tricks developed? i I don't know if your audience is ready for my ideas but you you just tell (laughs) us your tricks because the, the bliss um the things that have helped me are just finding myself for all the the different books it's been yeah. different versions of myself yeah. and it required me to find them yeah. for this third person it was a whole other person like nowhere in the vicinity yeah. i had to like go through ego death and shit it was it's yeah. it's been so hectic just to come up with the names you know that book ego is with. the problem yes it is but yeah. it's also like our only gig we have yeah. no choice but to operate with it, Around it yeah. it's our existence in this realm yeah. but man stories have their way of like demanding a version of you in order to tell them mm. and i really want to respect my stories because okay. i trust the versions who wrote Adavera and kunda so i want to also trust this one who's What's the process of finding yourself that's like when just like when you say find yourself just like rich is taking hikes she's going for some crazy retreat <laughs> thing like up in the mountains meditation mostly then, like, i don't know <laughs> But you see, the retreat is to meditate. Ultimately, it's quiet. It's some sort of quiet that you have to cultivate for your own self to to hear yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, For the third book, I remember like sitting down and just having, I was on a roll like creatively from the last two. So I thought I could write immediately. 
and sitting down and just typing and coming up with quick things and then I sent it for some competition yeah. like it was my submission yeah. and the feedback I got from the competition was this is too scattered and I was like what as in it's a full story what are they talking about and then I looked at it and I I kept looking and kept looking and realizing I wasn't in it mm. it was just me like trying to force a thing, force a thing you yeah. know and I didn't when I I I put it aside yeah. and I focused on you know COVID nineteen and the world ending for the next two years. <laughs> I had the world ending. People thought that was world ending. You know, remember twenty twenty was crazy. Like you have March, you have people going on lockdown with absolutely nothing happening on the 2020. streets. Twenty twenty is such a it was a, such a year. And, and like sleeping. Not if you lived in a two bedroom with how many women and this one guy whose legs are itching because he can't leave the house <laughs> and children screaming mommy mommy all the time yeah, and no, you're supposed to write a book and then you know stuff is crashing around you people are sick people are dying yeah, your anxiety yeah. and all the like for me that's what it was it was like coming face with all my demons the book i was trying to write the third book is the from partly from the perspective perspective of the antagonists okay. that I introduced in Kunda. Okay. So in Kunda there's a subplot of an antagonist. He's not the main antagonist mm. okay. but he's there. Mm. And when I started writing the third book I was like wouldn't it be cool yeah. if I made this about that dude like from the bad guy's perspective mm. and I start writing and I realize I don't have anything to give him because I'm not looking at my own bad sides. No, so it said let me embrace my bad guy. I didn't know that was what was happening, but it was like a personal journey that eventually I realized was translating to the book. You know we missed this bad guy version of, of ah, Rachel. What? Leather glad. jacket, what? <laughs> Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, mommy, what's going on? And I was like, just chill, mommy. Wait, then the shirts I came in with, great. It was so interesting. You spoke up Coco. <laughs> Smart. It's not really a bad guy. Nah, just in my thing, brain, I'm but like, bad, yeah, bad it was kind of just coming to terms with all the sides of myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know all of them yet because I'm coming to realize that you just meet who you meet when yeah. you meet them. Yeah. You could surprise yourself five years from now. Yeah, but you are a warlord. I'm yeah, and you're like, a where, did, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sense. the. It's it's been hectic in the sense of creating the story, yeah. but I also feel I I think most creatives will agree that your life informs the art. Yeah. So, if the art is not being made, there's something in the life that's blocking the art from mm. being made. True, very true. Very and true. going through myself and finding myself and still finding myself. Yeah. I'm embracing those versions who are now going to create the art. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, as Melody decides what she needs to do. Hi, Melody. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, so Melody made us lose her train of thought. <laughs> Melody is going to be fine. It's and okay. Now she has that quite, uh, 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 shout out in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not nice. Me, no, um, so, I'm just curious about like going forward. What is mm. Rachel plan be going for? She is going to be writing mm-hmm. a book, Second. or two, or three, or four, or five, or six, or ten. Uh, Zulu man goes to Mars. Uh, I want to finish this series, mm-hmm. this Adavera series, mm-hmm. with this third book, mm-hmm. and then I want to start a whole new series of projects. I want to get into animation. 
no, let me rephrase that. I'm going to get into animation. I'm uh, going like to write. Like writing for animation? Or yes. Animating, animating. And also that. Uh, Not animating with my hand. Yeah. Nah, stick like, figures at best here. Yeah, yeah, you don't like, want to see my rough like sketches figures. for the covers of these books. You really like stick figures. Just be like, just become a style. Guess like, what's the style of animation? I'm telling you, my hands get tired. I, I only have energy for writing. Yeah. A few dramatic lines. Yeah. Um, I... I'm going to get into animation in that sense, writing for animation, yeah. but also turning my own stories into that. Into some sort of animated form? Yes. Okay. I think that there's a lot you can do with the characters, more than you can do with human actors. Mm. I'm more intrigued with the versatility of an animated character than that of a human actor. Ah. I think there's a lot more you can do with the scenes, the, the like talk about cinematography and it's limitless. Yeah. If you have the resources. And they're expensive. Yes. If you have the resources. So I'm also like manifesting like, that massive, you know, Hulu, Netflix money. Money. Awesome. Which some Africa. like if we if we get that, I'm yeah, down. I'm down. Who says he has some money? We're gonna make a thing. <laughs> I'll still need those high 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 quality resources to do, do it what the way I want to do find, it. Find Dangote. Say Dangote, stop mining oil. Give us some money. I wish I could. Dangote seems Dangote's money seems to be the kind of money. It's kind of like star. that dream money, yeah. But, but anyway, it, to each his own. Yeah, to each his own. Unless you're stealing, let's not go there. But that also works. It's your own now, especially you made especially it your from own. the dark continent. We have no choice. You're not. You're, you're refusing. You're not stealing. No, Rachel, let's steal the money. No, let other people steal for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. You've heard of the Rico bill. You know no, what I mean? Oh, sorry? In America, there's this thing called the Rico bill. Mm-hmm. Of if he said, in, if he's told me I'm going to kill that person in a text, yeah. he involved in the killing of that person. Ooh. So, Inga, I've just received the text. No, Inga, you texted me, like, where this child oh. like, should die. And you're like, yeah, he should die. And then and you then go, go and kill him. him. Snap. So I need, I need to like, stop texting that. No, let's please erase that. <laughs> but let me write it down somewhere because <laughs> the sentiment podcast. maintains. That's gonna be like the podcast. You say you, oh, someone should steal oh, money for oh. you. Gab stole money. Now, <laughs> you know what? Do all. we use the Rico bill here? I think not. No, so you know, have fun in time. Twenty time in jail, Gab. Yeah, yeah no, don't worry. Write your letters. Yeah, Rachel. No. I'll I put them the in money. my book. Ah, the money. The money, the money is uh, under the bed. <laughs> Setting <laughs> me up. Easy, easy. It never ends. <laughs> now I've been putting where I've hidden the money. It's <laughs> so, like, go to Gab's house under the bed. This point. Cool. So last thing, as we end the podcast, yes. is I always ask the guests a life lesson that they think the listeners will take home. In case we're bored then for like the past 40 minutes. You know what? I just say, um, it's, I think I've already said to just be kind to yourself. Yep. Uh, You are your first and best source of love. Yep. And if you are not kind to yourself, how do you expect the rest of the world to be? Yep. You, it's too much expectation on other people and their motivations. You can control your own motivation. So be kind to yourself. You're human. Yeah. If oh. machines are failing every day and <laughs> humans are dropping down dead, <laughs> Jesus. <That's so> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Oh, the third book is called Imbego. Imbego. 
Imbegu. When is it dropping? It is going to be out by end of the year. So yeah, put yourself under pressure. Oh, and I'm excited about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, the muses better like organize themselves. Yeah, I keep saying better. end of the year. Yeah. So come on, guys, please. You put your put it on the record. Yeah. And I want to drop the episode like next week. So you that, better like, like so the that, pressure like, will be real. <laughs> that's like this episode came out and like yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Rachel. Thank okay. you. It's been it so fun. much fun Thanks talking with you. Yeah. And, and the recording. <laughs>